guys, welcome to Tello Talks with Jose and Christina. Hey guys. Um, how's it going? Hopefully you guys are ready uh, for this episode. We're gonna, being that it's Valentine's Day, happy Valentine's Day, by the way. Um, we wanna talk about intimacy, right? So full disclaimer, you know, it's gonna get a little cheesy up in here. So stay <laughs> with us. Uh, we had a lot of fun putting this together um it's been kind of ongoing and just kind of talking about it but hopefully you guys will kind of see what we're trying to do here and we're kind of the focus is to start the conversation right everybody has heard the word intimacy everybody should probably have some sort of understanding on it as we always have but that's changed over the years and as our relationship has kind of evolved so we're going to start and all this stuff is pretty basic but um, towards the end, we're going to give you guys kind of like a little bit of homework, a little exercise that you can do with your partner. Um, so yeah, that's pretty much it. Do you want to get into like the, the actual definition first before we give them our side of it? Yes. So hi guys. Happy Valentine's Day. Thanks for joining joining us this week. Um, so intimacy. What is intimacy? Intimacy is an interper interpersonal relationship that involves physical and or emotional intimacy. Yeah, so that's the, the book definition, right? Yeah. So our definition, and um, I do sometimes talk to, to people about this at work um, through just, you know, part of my job. Um, I had somebody tell me, somebody that I actually look up to and, and respect, they, they told me that the way they explain intimacy to people is by breaking it down and breaking the word intimacy down into three words, right? And slightly changing it. So intimacy equals into me see, right? And that's a little bit of that cheesiness I was telling you about, right? <laughs> but I love it because that's really what it means to us. Our definition is anything that allows you to see truly and deeply into who your partner is, right? Um, the other thing that we have to note for, for the definition of it, as the book definition kind of says, um, but we want to say it more straight up is intimacy isn't confined to one thing, right? A lot of people have that stigma of, oh, it means sex, right? Well, sex is one of the most intimate acts that you can, you know, do yeah. with someone, but, um, it's just really only one part of it. So we're also going to talk about the other side of intimacy and, um, I mean, along with that, we should also say and put out there, which we think is kind of obvious, but it's not necessarily accepted, right? Which is that you can build intimacy with, you know, friends and family and, and you know, with the whole family. And, and there's really things that build trust and intimacy and connection. Um, they're all kind of linked. You say right? there's different levels of intimacy. Right. So for... The context of this, I think we're going to stay more towards the relationship side, but it, a lot of it does kind of apply towards, you know, how you see it. So, yeah. um, stay open-minded and, you know, hopefully, hopefully we can stay on task here <laughs> with how we want to explain this. Um, yeah. Um, so let's see, do we want to get into lessons learned? Like how, you know, we've always kind of had an understanding and known kind of what intimacy is but it's never really been something that we fully grasped as I think we've we've done 
you know recently recently in yeah. a relationship and i say recently as in like the past four years or something like that yeah you know? but we've been together for you know about 13 years so uh four years does seem more recent so you want to do you want to start us off with that baby like what are some of the lessons we've learned along the way a lot of lessons yeah well, <laughs> too many to talk about in yeah one, in, in one time. yeah one talk um but yeah I, I definitely think you know again we were young when we got together so we were immature mm -hmm. we weren't really knowledgeable of how to be in a relationship mm -hmm. you know how to how to not just be individuals yes but how to be partners partners yeah so i think in the beginning of that relationship it was there was no connection between us mm -hmm. there was definitely the love there for each other you know we cared about each other but i think you know we hadn't we weren't connecting on a deeper level mm -hmm. we weren't connecting beyond just that yeah so it took us it took us a lot to get to where we are now mm -hmm. and i and i think mainly because um you especially joined when you joined the military you were brought in it's so funny how how everything worked out because we went through a long period of us struggling mm -hmm. and trying to connect and trying to figure each other out and ourselves out mm -hmm. that when you joined the military like you were put in the position where you had all this information yeah all this knowledge that we were able to be that was just put in front of us yeah so i think that helped us no, it's not it's not that I think I know yeah. that helped <laughs> us um, build that connection more with each other yeah so we both yeah and, and we both agreed that you know everybody learns throughout you know their life as they grow they grow as a person and they you know come to understand and realize things that they kind of have always known but it was really kind of thrusted or you know it really kind of came upon our life because of my work mm -hmm. and so I have a unique job I've really talked about that but you know just to say that I was put at the family life center which focused on you know um, the chaplains working with the chaplains in the army working with uh, other couples that maybe wanted to just kind of strengthen their marriage mm -hmm. gain some new tools yeah. on how to you know build intimacy and, and trust and love within their marriage and they also did you know a lot of counseling with couples that were struggling and stuff like that mm -hmm. and so but that was a very unique position yeah like out of you know the i don't know how many hundred jobs there are in the military that was the one that i i chose it because i liked what the job entailed but like this was the focus of the job it was an even more unique yeah position within the unique position that yeah I so yeah there was a lot of a lot of things that I learned um, working there and with the other programs that I was involved in. I love going out and doing the like big, uh, what do you call them, like seminar, or, like uh, conference events, like conference yeah, events yeah. That, that we did, and um, and yeah, so that started um, to strengthen even further the things that we had already learned. Yeah, right? to put into perspective and explains the things that we, we knew. Yeah. Right. So when we tell somebody, you know, do you know what intimacy is? And we go, oh, yeah. You know, like everybody just kind of assumes like I've got that all figured out and, and under wraps. And the truth is we don't have it all figured out and under wraps, but there's always more that you can learn. Yeah. Right. Uh, there's a deeper understanding to some of these things. Yeah. So I really think that us being, you know, moved 
to a completely different state and it just being me and you I, that also created a stronger connection bond between us because we relied on each other mm-hmm. so that that we gave us the opportunity to build on that intimacy yeah kind of isolated us and yes. put us in a place where we just focused on each other you know we missed the family and friends back home and everything but the one good thing that came out of it was um we really didn't have those other relationships like we would talk on the phone every once in a while with family back home but you know that's that's the lesson that was learned from that was that we could focus on hey do we get our happiness from each other or do we get our happiness from ourselves or we do we, do we get it from both of that yeah or do we get it from all the other people and other relationships around us or on the other side do the relationships with our friends and family and other people around us does that affect our relationship together negatively yeah right so we were kind of put in a you know sci- speaking scientifically i guess you could say a controlled environment for this <laughs> we experiment had no right we had yeah. no choice <laughs> in it but it's just kind of the way our our, you know cards were dealt and it turned out for the best you know it was really a test for us yeah you know what do you think about that like it it just it really was right i i think that could have easily broken us yeah you know just as much as it built us up because yeah we had to you know when we had an argument or we Mm -hmm. had a disagreement we forcefully had to sit down and talk about it because Mm -hmm. Where was I gonna go? Mm-hmm. I couldn't just be like, you know what? I'm just gonna leave. I'm gonna go, go to my mom's house. My mom's house. Yeah. My friend's house. Yeah, you couldn't do that. So yeah. it was like we had to sit there, and once we were calm, mm-hmm. we would talk and we would, you know, yeah. find a solution to whatever this the problem was. And you know, that wasn't as much of a struggle for us as it was earlier on in our relationship, but it was still a struggle in, in a way. Mm-hmm. And I think we both kind of ironed that out, you know along the way so anyway that was one of the things that through our experience helped us learn some of the lessons on it and helped us build the intimacy yes and also i think us being just you know me you and the kids in a different state we were our truest selves with each other yeah you know i think when we are around friends and family they all get a little piece of you in a different way yes but in this um environment it was just me and you so we were vulnerable with each other all the time Mm -hmm. i mean which could be you know depending on how you look at it it could be strain straining Mm -hmm. on your relationship or it could be strengthening it yeah you know so yeah guys the the whole goal of this is to to get you guys thinking about first of all what does intimacy mean to you right ask yourself that question and then maybe have that discussion with your spouse um, you know, this isn't some new, you know, mind blowing new re- revelation or yeah. uh, uh, creation that Christina <laughs> and I have just, a lot of people have had this conversation. A lot of people understand this much better than we do. Um, but being that it's Valentine's day, we wanted to bring it back up and mm-hmm. talk to you guys about it because Christina and I have this thing about Valentine's day, right? Yep. Where Valentine's date, you know, a lot of people would agree, I think, that Valentine's Day is not the only day we love and show our appreciation for each other, right? We do little things here and there um, for each other. If ever there's something that we want that may be not so little, um, we make a plan and 
see how we can make that happen for each other, mm -hmm. right? So, but around Valentine's Day, for example, I've gotten you a couple of things, you know, in the past like week or so. Yeah. And and after that, I'll probably you know continue to do little things here and there, and that's just part of how how I like to kind of uh, how do I say it? It's it's my protest against Valentine's Day, <laughs> but yet I still show you affection. Yeah. This time. Yeah. And love. And I spread it out because it's not just confined to one day. Yeah. And, you know, little things here and there that happen throughout the year. So. And, I, and I just think it just causes more stress Valentine's Day. Right. Because it's just, oh, what am I going to get my spouse? Mm -hmm. Oh, I need to find a place to go have, where we're going to go have dinner. You know, like mm -hmm. it's just. All those other things that really don't matter. Yeah. That really don't build that intimacy. I mean, they could, depending on how you do them, mm -hmm. under what circumstances and all of that. But I feel like sometimes that just causes more pain than, than connection. Yeah. So do you have anything else you want to add to lessons learned or just, you know, how we see it for intimacy? I mean, there's a lot that we could. I know. I know. <laughs> um, I mean, intimacy, when I think of it and when I hear intimacy, you know, I think of the hugging, the kissing, the holding hands. Cause like, you know, we said there's different levels Aww. of intimacy. <laughs> you know, we hold hands until our hands start to get sweaty and then we stop. <laughs> and then you have, you know, which is for, I see it as a deeper level of intimacy is yeah. like I said, when you're able to be your truest self with someone mm -hmm. and, and you know, if you're not married, it could be a best friend, mm -hmm. you know, it could be a parent, it could be someone else, but a someone, yeah, sibling. someone that you can just be yourself around and just be comfortable around mm -hmm. and know that they're not going to judge you. How about this? Let me ask you this. Let me call you out on this. Yes. Uh -oh. How difficult is it though? I mean, is it, does everybody, do you think everybody has somebody that they can share that type of connection with and, and on an intimate level and also with that i'll ask how easy or difficult is it for you to do that oh you're kidding me yeah Ugh. so for me it's hitting a bit you. i know not right not now. really yeah, yeah. no Let with your know. words you're Let hitting me know. with your words <laughs> <laughs> so for me it is difficult to be more to be vulnerable with you or with anybody I have a, I have improved from where I was before and that's mainly because of the fact, you know, of being hurt by people who I trusted, you know, from previous relationships, from people who hurt me, um, you know, when I um, gave my trust to someone, they totally betrayed me. So definitely I, I, I still do have those walls built up that kind of prevent me from being as vulnerable as I can be because it's still hard. It's, you know. But it's a process for me, yeah. you know, getting getting through those barriers little by little. But yeah. but it is something that I acknowledge that I have now mm -hmm. that I never acknowledged before because there was never anything wrong with me before mm -hmm. when I saw it. <laughs> mm -hmm. But I, I can acknowledge it now and um, I am focusing on that, mm -hmm. on just, you know, knocking down those barriers. Yeah. I wonder how many people and the reason why I ask that is because I think that a lot of people can identify with that. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, our relationship is kind of unique in that sense that for us it's kind of the op opposite of what's like the cliche of like oh a woman's always trying to share her emotions and and talk and the man's always like oh whatever i'm trying to watch football for us it's kind of opposite right yeah because i'm like totally you know aware and um 
able to communicate how I'm feeling yeah. with you. And although you may be mostly aware and stuff like that, it's still difficult for you to communicate that. So for me, mm -hmm. it's been a process to learn to not judge you or, you know, get defensive or assume or mm -hmm. any of that. And I've been negative about it. Just understanding that, yeah. that it's a process for you and it's difficult and really appreciating it when you do <laughs> open up, Yeah. right? <laughs> And then, and then that allows more of that to happen. Yeah. And so, uh, guys, uh, I'll call you guys out. You know, you want to be big, bad, tough dude over here. Um, but honestly, it's it takes a lot of strength and a lot of um, you know being comfortable with yourself, uh, being secure in your masculinity. <laughs> you know, to be able to to say, you know what, babe, I'm feeling this way. Yeah. I'm feeling that way. Yeah. And not react. You know that self-control and being aware <laughs> yeah. of your emotions that's some some manly stuff right there <laughs> boom so just to say that all right so should i get into the um the the little exercises that we like to do with the retreats and stuff like that with the couples or do you want to say anything else on that no you think we've covered it i think so if you remember anything, we can always Go talk back it to out. That, yeah. yeah. Okay. So a cool little thing that I'll recommend that you guys do um, with your loved one, your 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 partner, your spouse. Um, so we've talked about the more emotional side of it, right? But I feel like we should at least touch on the physical side of it. Okay. Let's get physical. Let's get physical. <laughs> Business time. <laughs> the right? song comes in my head. I Let's know. get physical. <laughs> Do that dance again? Oh, they can't see it. Okay. So, <laughs> so yeah, look up Flight of the Concords Business Time, right? It is hilarious. And I like to show that video. It's just a short little video clip. If you know Flight of the Concords, you'll immediately probably start laughing because you've probably seen it <laughs> They're hilarious. or know what it's like. But Flight of the Concords, business time, right? And they, they touch on this. They kind of more in a, in a comical way, touch on the subject of um, the physical intimacy or lack of. Yeah. Right. And so um, for us, we just had to get really honest. Right. And we talk about that and we've done these exercises and they've really helped us. Mm -hmm. Um, in connecting and understanding each other instead of just resenting each other and assuming, <laughs> yeah. you know, oh, well, they don't love me because they don't want to have sex as much. Or um, I want more of this instead of that, you know, and talk to each other about that stuff. Dang it. And don't do it. Like, that's just my advice. That's There's just nothing coming to be from embarrassed me. about. There's nothing to be embarrassed about. There's nothing to feel shame about. And there's no reason to shame your partner about it, right? Like, talk to each other about it is my two cents on that and be open and non-judgmental, right? So um, the exercise here. So I'll kind of challenge you guys to talk about, I'm gonna talk about four types of uh, physical intimacy, four types of sex, right? That you can have and then a quick little exercise to spark discussion on this with your partner or your spouse. And hopefully you guys can amicably, you know, come to some understanding of what each other's needs are. Um, so the first type of sex, I'll call it, is the homegrown, right? Which is pretty much the, I'm more comfortable, you know, having sex when we're in the comfort of our home at night, you know, if you have kids when they're asleep, you know, or whatever it is in your own bed, homegrown, right? It's more comfortable, kind of tends to be 
the one that's more <laughs> readily available, I think. Yeah. But um, it's like a default setting for most people. <laughs> um, so there's the homegrown. There's the quickie, guys. Don't just immediately go to the, oh yeah, the quickie, I know that one. Yeah, no. So there's that one. I don't need to explain the quickie. Right? I think that one's the default too. Yeah, that was <laughs> default for a lot of people. And so, and so, but it's important because look, you and I, it was surprising to me when you were like, I actually like the quickies. I was like, what? That's what? So for us, it was, it was important to discuss it in order to understand it in order to not resent each other for it. Right? Yeah. So, and um, anyway, so we mentioned the homegrown, the quickie, there's the wine and dine. Obviously it takes a little bit more planning and effort, mm -hmm. right? And um, being able to do that is difficult sometimes, depending yeah. on your schedule, depending on whether you have kids or, you know, sometimes you don't have the money to go out and do this and that. Um, but there's there's ways and if it's important, you can do it, yeah. right? It doesn't have to be like the most expensive restaurant yeah. every week. You, you don't know? have a picnic somewhere yeah. on the beach. Or... You're so romantic, babe. Oh my gosh. <laughs> So, so yeah, so there's the homegrown, the quickie, the wine and dine. And the last one I'll mention is, excuse me, last one I'll mention is the adventurous or spontaneous. All right. Warning, do not get injured or arrested. <laughs> I will put that out there. Okay. Don't, don't tell me, don't come back and say, Hey, um, Jose said to this, right. And I got injured or arrested. No. <laughs> So the adventures are spontaneous. I mean, I'm not going to give you any examples, guys, because I don't want to give risk. you any ideas, <laughs> right? Um, and try your own risk, <laughs> right? So just don't don't get hurt or arrested. I'll yes. leave it at that. You yeah. know what it is. So being that we that I just gave you these four, I'll go over them again: homegrown, quickie, wine and dine, and adventurous or spontaneous. Um, talk about with your partner. Say okay. First of all. How many times per week or per month or whatever you guys agree on, whatever time frame, how many times, let's say per month, would you like to have sex, right? What would be satisfying for you? What number would be satisfying for you, right? Um, and don't tell each other, just write it down. And then say, out of that number, so let's say, okay, let's say you put down 30, okay? I wanna have sex 30 <laughs> times a month, okay? I do. No, so, um, let's say that's your number and you write it down obviously don't show each other yet and then decide out of that however however many times out of that number how many of those times would you like it to be homegrown how many times would you like to be quickie how many times would you like to be wine and dine and how many times would you like to be adventurous or spontaneous um guys don't put down 30 quickies okay just throwing that out there um <laughs> But yeah, you might be surprised, you know, and we were yeah, kind of pleasantly surprised. And most couples are <laughs> when we do it yeah. at the events. When we do this exercise, yeah, with yeah. other couples at the events, they're like, they're like, oh, wow, really? You want more of this? Or you actually like that? Or this and that? And yeah. it's, it's funny because you would think that this is something that most couples talk well, about yeah. and know. And the problem is that we fall into assumptions, Yeah. right? And I won't even get into that. That's that's a whole another, another topic, topic another for day. another time. Yeah. So, um, yeah, there's your four types of sex that, you know, I'm just bringing up. If you have more, let me know. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm kind of scared to put that question out there because I don't know what will come back. But anyway, 
have that discussion guys yeah that right there is going to help you build intimacy on that level on yeah. a physical level um and understanding for each other right um and then the last part of it is i'll leave you with this so a lot of the times people fall into like let's say for you and me what works is we like to get up a little earlier mm -hmm. um and if you know for example i like to exercise or you know we exercise together or um we like to read a book or meditate or pray or you know do whatever it is we're doing in the morning just to get ourselves kind of together yeah before the kids wake up in the morning before the kids wake up yeah. right and in that time whenever we're done doing what we're doing individually or together we'll sit and have coffee and we'll talk yeah i love that time right it's not a big expensive date but that time for us is really important mm -hmm. and um whenever we get to have lunch together you know whenever we get to um, whenever I get a day off from work or, or when you come get off early or and the kids are still in school so yeah. yeah there's you know there's days where I work weekends so then during the week while the kids are in school I get to take one of those days off or a half day off and that really is time for us to connect because it's just you and me yeah right whatever it is that we do as long as we're it's just you and me and yeah. we're able to just sit there and chill and um, have a coffee or whatever mm -hmm. smoothie I mean we both love coffee I feel like we say that a lot well, because we love yeah but we do drink <laughs> so but that's what it is for us right so whenever it is you get a chance to be with your partner or your spouse um and you can talk about this i think sometimes people fall into the oh what are we going to do this weekend or they start planning or they start hey um did you pay that bill or you know there's, there's other things that that are going on in life around you mm -hmm. and i think Valentine's Day is a day where people tend to try and get away from that mm -hmm. because it's the day that tells you you should. Yeah. <clears throat> and they start trying to focus on building intimacy. But here are just a few questions, right? Um, and uh, I love the book. The book that, that we got these questions from, I've had it for a while, right? It's called Now We're Talking by Robert and Pamela Crosby. And it's questions, questions to build intimacy with your spouse. Um, so if you get a chance to look that up, I recommend it. It's just a little tiny book, but it has a bunch of little gems in there. Yeah. Um, and, and info. So here, here are some of the questions. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna give you too many or get too into this, but here's some of the questions. What is your absolute favorite dessert to have in a restaurant and why? So that's a very simple kind of low level intimacy builder. Yeah. And that's just an example of some of the basic things that you can discuss or ask each other that maybe you kind of already knew, but never really talked about it. Maybe there's a story behind that dessert. You know, maybe, hey, my grandma used to make this for me or, yeah. you know, whatever it is. So little little questions like that, they're kind of low risk, you know, not really a big deal, but still building intimacy. You're still getting to know the other person. Right. Um, and then you you can get into different questions. So there's different levels of intimacy. Like we said, there's different types of questions that would spark different conversations. Mm -hmm. The point of it is not to get into an argument, right? Not to resent each other or start feeling, you know, personally attacked or start attacking each other. The point of it is just to understand yeah. and listen to something about your partner that maybe you didn't know. So here's another one. What is one thing you just wish you had more time for? Now, I think we both love that question. Yes. That's something that we've we've grown a lot in because 
we understand that there's things that you want to do by yourself or mm -hmm. as an individual yeah and vice versa and we don't resent each other for that we yeah. actually try to support each other in that yeah and how 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 awesome is that to know that like hey i like to do this and my spouse supports me in it and doesn't resent me for it yeah right that that's gonna grow your own happiness and grow the happiness you know the satisfaction in your relationship yeah. because of it so um yeah that's a good question i think um let's see here's another one how can i more effectively encourage spiritual growth in the lives of our children now this is one that we talked about and it, it, it's i just have to point it out when we say spiritual growth um we're not just talking about one thing there's many different interpretations of what spiritual means yeah. spiritual growth means and it's funny because this is something that's been coming up at, in my work mm. quite a bit so um we want to be able to support anyone and everyone in whatever their spiritual growth is and one of the things that i tend to ask um because my, my job does kind of revolve around religion is i ask do you follow a set faith or religion and when people say no they kind of have this look on their face right like no that's just not me and they think that it's going to be followed by judgment or me trying to like bible thump them and, and convert them and you know dunk their head in a bowl of water and baptize them right then and there and, and that's just not me right yeah. like that's just not me if it's part of my faith great if it's not part of yours great but understanding spirituality and having that discussion with your spouse and having the discussion about how you want to navigate that with your children mm -hmm. is very important right even if spirituality to you is not necessarily religion then what is it because when people answer answer no to that question when i ask them if they have a set faith or religion it's usually followed by okay well what is it that you believe in yeah because everybody believes in something right whether that be your family your country your culture um whatever it is um shopping <laughs> i believe in shopping that's my spirituality right there i've heard that quite a bit i've also heard people say um spirituality to me means going out in the middle of a lake and fishing for a few hours right yeah whatever it is for you you know I respect that. Yeah. So that's a great discussion and topic to discuss there. Let's see. Another question. I'll try to just do a couple more. Um, ooh, and here's where the level kind of goes up a little bit. Do you know how much I need you in my life? Do you realize the ways in which I need you? And have I told you lately? That's a three-part question. Yeah. But that's deep, right? Yeah. How would you define intimacy? and what makes a marriage or a relationship truly intimate i think that's the question everyone should start with yeah right <laughs> how would you define intimacy what does intimacy mean to you and then uh what do you think would make our relationship more intimate i mean building intimacy through talking about what intimacy means yeah is like probably step number one yeah or should be in my opinion right um and then moving forward when you're able to not resent each other you can ask questions like what impact does fear have on your ability to dream discover and dare to try new things in life right fear is a, a huge roadblock yeah. for a lot of us and was for us as well in the past so um let me see there's oh this is a good one if you could erase fears in your life which one would you erase first I mean, think about that. Your partner may not have even thought about this themselves, 
And so at that moment, they get a chance to think about that and express to you a fear which they would really like to erase. Mm -hmm. And then just through being aware of that, just through knowing that, you could be more empathetic, you know, towards, towards your partner. Your partner. Yeah. Um, having that empathy really builds intimacy, I think, understanding what it is that's important or what are the fears or mm -hmm. what are the dreams and the desires of your partner. They might have a fear that you probably didn't even know they had. Yeah. So, or even if you didn't know it, you know, maybe that's your, your opportunity, your time to, yeah. to talk about it. Yeah. And so, wow. So yeah, so we've, we've kind of gone through <laughs> um, a little bit about, you know, the definition of it, what, how we define it, some of the ways that we learned it, emotional. the physical side of it, you know, the emotional connection. And um, yeah, those last couple exercises talk about your need for physical intimacy together and <clears throat> how much of it and what type or what it looks like for you, mm -hmm. what it is that you want from that. And then also ask each other questions and talk about things other than the bills, guys. Yeah. You know, and I don't mean the Buffalo bills. So. Um, talk about <laughs> things that are not just, you know, things that happen on a day-to-day -day ba basis yeah. and stuff like that. Really connect with each other. Really be intentional. Be silly with each other. Um, I have some other things that I'm not going to get into, but there's other questions that you can ask that may seem random and really, really help you connect, right? Um, so, yeah, I think that hopefully everybody goes home and everybody who listens, hopefully everybody goes and tries this. Yeah, definitely let us know if you are with your partner and you guys have the the conversation and about one of these questions. I mean, we don't want to know details, but yeah. just let us know if it did help you to connect. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. So thank you very much for listening, guys. Happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day. Um, connect with each other more than just on Valentine's Day. Um, talk about intimacy and connect yep. and continue to chime in and let us know and you know we get messages sometimes you know just on messenger people sometimes don't want to post comments and I get that people don't want to engage in a conversation uh, out there in public but definitely talk to us and we love engaging with you guys and we love talking to you guys so definitely continue to give us your questions and your feedback and stuff like that uh, it means a lot to us. All right. Thanks, guys. See you next time. Bye.